Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. Quill. And maybe we could keep in touch. Like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. 1988. Go, go, go. Al Gore invented the internet. Oh, Al Gore invented the internet. Did you hear my punk version? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't so long ago. Like Goldfinger. Uh, What did I recently say about uh, punk rock? Uh, I'll remember it. I'll remember it. No, not that it's dead. It's the punk rock that's something of music, but I don't remember what it was. (laughs) It's okay. It'll come to you. God damn it. Hi, Pen Pals. How are you? Hey, Pal Nation. I hope you are enjoying the beginning of this new year. I want to tell you guys, we usually forget to do this, but who cares? We didn't do it around the Christmas time, but we'll do it right now. Uh, On the 11th of January, I'm going to be at SF Sketchfest doing a live Dumb People Town and a stand-up show that same night as well. So go to uh, sfsketchfest.com and get your tickets if you want to come hang out with me and the Sklars doing podcasts, but bring me a pen pal letter. Oh, you guys do pen pals when I'm not there? Mm-mm. Huh? Nope. That's not. Huh. We'll, we'll edit that out. Happy 2019. Leave it in. I know. We don't edit any. That's I the promise saying... to the pen pals. We don't edit anything. No, I thought you were saying that was the slogan for this year. After Happy 2019. Leave it in. Yeah. Happy 2019. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> and you got dates, right? I got some dates. Go to RoyScoville.com. Follow me on Instagram if you want to at RoyScoville. You're better because than I, I, am I this. post a lot on uh, yeah. those, but I try to keep my uh, website up to date. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be in Charleston. I'm going to be in London. I'm in uh, Bergen, Norway, Oslo, Norway, Amsterdam, uh, Chicago, at the uh, Lincoln Lodge, doing my fully improvised uh, stand-up four shows in a row, just making it all up on the spot. That's great. Hoping to God it works in the uh, the the. The, town, the the improv town, <laughs> Chicago. Uh, uh, but I have a lot of dates on there, so go, check yeah. them out. And go to DanielVanKirk.com. Nashville, blah, blah, blah. First time I've told anybody this, Rory. January 22nd, I'll be bringing the Together Tour to Las Vegas, Nevada. Ooh. Go to DanielVanKirk.com. Did I ever tell you my wife and I called our wedding the Together? No. So much to the point where we made a sign that said the Together. Because really? I wanted to do it. We wanted to do it kind of like a fish concert, how they always like call something something. Like yeah. one of their festivals or whatever, they always call it whatever. So we wanted to call ours uh, The Together. And so we had a big thing over the bar. It said The Together. Look at us, man. Look at us. Hey. Fucking synchronous to do that. There it is, dude. Fucking synchronous to do I want to do a couple quick reviews because some people are great to us. A wonderful podcast by Apple G5. Love the show. This is a five-star review. You can do this, too. Go to Apple. Give us uh, iTunes. Give us five stars and hashtag grow the show in your review. And you might get it read here. Grow that show. Say hi to us when you do it. Love the show. I listen in the car while sitting in lovely L.A. traffic. There's nothing better than singing the theme song and responding to it at the same time. If you want to be my friend, then they say, I do. You'd better get a pen. I will. And maybe we should keep in touch. That's nice. Like when they did the long days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The long days ago. Uh, Pure Joy, signed your pen pal G. Hashtag F2F. Hashtag grow the show. Another one. Nice. Hashtag grow the show. And happy to do it. 
by Sarah Babara, 78. I love, ready for this? Yep. D'Oriel Van Scovelkirk. That was right. a creative one. I, I send on the pen pals to everybody, whether they like it or not, and you should too. Last one. Love everything about it by Al Dot. The dot. There it is. Look at him. He's coming back. back at us. He was in last week's episode. Listen to that if you haven't, guys. Hashtag grow the show. Aside from the hilarious and thoughtful discussion, I'm most impressed with how great the show is produced. The intro interludes to the letters and that banging instrumental outro. The soundscape is expertly crafted. When can we hear the Pen Pal soundtrack slash mixtape? Well, first of all, that goes out to Brendan and Noah, the people who uh, produce this show. The so, prods. So we thank call you them for the prods. That. Al the pal. Al, coming through again with a nice Al the pal, loving nice it. Uh, soundtrack mixtape? I don't know. Maybe we'll do that someday. Um, okay. Thanks for those reviews. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Hashtag yeah. grow the show. And do that in your real and life. Also, also, don't forget to DM us. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Uh, at the Pen Pals Pod. Uh, Gmail, the Pen Pals Pod at gmail.com. There's snail mail. Uh, I don't remember the address and I never will. <laughs> and that's my promise to you guys on the, as listeners. But yeah, hit us up with some DMs and don't be afraid to write us about anything, whether it's super serious or super silly. Uh, or philosophical, or it's a story that you want to tell us. There is no limit to anything. We go through the letters. We read every single letter. We, we would love it if at some point we were reading every single letter on this show, and we hope that one day that will have been the case because we just stayed a show forever, and uh, when we tour, we pick the right letters and read the right things. But, you know, when we look at the letters, if it's really interesting and it engages us and captivates us, well, then there's no way we're not going to... Read it on the on the show. We're we gonna still definitely have do it. Somebody yet to give us another hole in the ground gang. Thank you. I want to hear a weird story. Another weird story. That's like hole in the ground gang. Checks. If you don't know, that's the very first episode. Go back and check it out because it was so much fun to do. I know. I loved it. Um, um, I want to tell people really quick. Speaking of, I think Instagram deletes DMs after a certain amount of time. Oh, all right. So I would tell people keep going there. We still read them, but yeah. also email us, and the email address is thepenpalspod at gmail. Email definitely never gets deleted. So okay, if that's uh, easier for everybody, just do that. And then, hey, should we say it's 2019? Everybody's making a resolution. Uh, our resolution, we're going to do our best. Subject to change is to put together some tours so that a whole bunch of us will get to. We can all. There's see each also other in one person. specific date coming in mind uh, yeah. later for 2019 yeah, that we right. might try to uh, build off of. So. So be uh, be ready, folks. Yeah, let us know. 2019 is the year for pen pals. Dear, I'm gonna let's go. Let's go Do to it. the letters. Do I it. almost said it without even having a letter. Let's ready? Run, run to, to the letters. letters. Let's go to the letters. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> my resolution is to never breathe heavy, no matter <laughs> what. Even if my body naturally needs me to, just turn blue and hold it in. Ready? Yep. Dear both, all caps, bold, underscore. Good. Of you. I appreciate that. I'm such a big fan of you both. I love the show and your take on everything from the mundane to serious matters. I'm hoping you can help me out with something in the middle. I'm, you can call me Al. Is that like from the song? Age 29. All right. Not the same Al, I don't believe. Because uh, it's made up. I'm... Planning on proposing to my girlfriend. Let's go with Brandy, age 27. Got it. And uh, neither one of us are going to give in to the urge to start singing the song Brandy. Within, because. But I will go Mandy. Oh, Mandy, and you came Mandy and you saw, gave yeah. without taking. And you pushed me, me away. Oh, Mandy. You're a fine no, girl. No, no, let her. <laughs> She's she's working in a gay bar. That's why no one wants to be with Brandy. And they're trying to like tell in the song her, or in this letter. My love, my life, and my ladies, the sea. Yeah. Okay. Um, he wants to propose to his girlfriend Brandy uh, within the next few months. We've been talking about marriage for a while now, and have discussed who would be in our wedding party. We both, by no means, are traditional, so she isn't expecting the fancy dinner with the ring in, in champagne. <laughs> Thank God. And I'm certainly not going to play it that way either. I've been kicking around the idea of doing karaoke for the proposal. 
Now, I mm. I fall more on the indie slash alternative side of music as she does, but every once in a while, she's taken aback and finds it hilarious that I have a deep lyrical knowledge of music way outside my purview. This is why I'm considering singing with the help of my future groomsmen, Let's Get Married Remix by Jagged Edge. Interesting. Do you know this song? No. Me either. Do we want to keep operating as though we don't? Mm. I have a link here to it. What is it called? It's called Married. Let's Get Married Remix by Jagged Edge. I'll All keep right. going. Right. I plan to act like I don't know what's going on for the first two verses while my friends are singing and coming in with a mic at 145. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about any of this. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like you. Were I don't f- know how I feel. About I felt like it. I was being federally interrogated right there, and you just looked at me like, "Keep going." Uh, so I was. I was gonna. Know, I don't know how I feel about any of this. <laughs> I plan to act like I don't know what's going on for the first two verses while my friends are singing and coming in with a mic at one forty-five in for the quote. What's going on across the sea part, then propose after it is done. So he wants to come in at 145 into a song that he's pretending he doesn't know. Hold it up to the mic a little. Not too close. Keep going. You know what? You know what? Keep going. Keep reading this letter. (laughs) Okay. I think whether or not the performance is 100% spot on won't matter. I plan on having her out-of-town friends and family there. So I think it would be a RRGT. If you're new, that is rip-roaring good time. It's also Rory's cult. I can't go farther than that. You need to go figure the (laughs) rest out. Subject to change. (laughs) (laughs) She thinks it'll be an hashtag RRGT regardless. I'm just wondering if you guys think it's almost too hokey and or the coordination involved leaves too much room for error. I'm Mm. I definitely plan to reach out to the bar weeks in advance, but I'm of the what can go wrong will go wrong ilk. I'm definitely a planner, so I'd love to have a backup plan since this backup plan in place if this doesn't or cannot work out. I'm just struggling for that backup plan. I'm hoping you guys can embrace that this might be a good idea or present any opportunities for disaster that I'm not considering. Yeah. (laughs) We might. Like I said, I think either way, we will both look back on it years later and have a good laugh, whether that's me and her or me and Rory or me and Dan, I suppose writing this letter helped me convince myself, but I'm hoping you you can give me that final push. Rory, you can recite this letter straight, or you can, you, or, I'm sorry, let me try this again. Rory, you can recite this letter straight, or to the tune of Too Much by Dave Matthews Band. Okay, you can't, but was hoping you'd try anyway. Dan, ever since you called out that Christmas song as Hoopty Doo and Dickery Doc, I can't help but crack up every time I hear it. I've been trying to hashtag grow the show with her, so please refer to me as Al. Thanks for reading, Al. Okay, here's what I think. One, we are going back to back, week to week, letter to letter off of Al's. I know. (laughs) Um, But uh, I got to say, when I first played that song, I thought, what the fuck? But I will say, when it got to that 145 mark, I think I was able to kind of picture it working. And I think I was like, "Ah, this could be fun. This could be romantic. It's silly. Um, I got to say, I'm of the same ilk. I am of the same... Uh, the the same type of personality that assumes everything can go wrong and this will not work out and oh my God. <laughs> um, but I don't know her and her personality. I don't know him and his personality. I would say if this is an idea that he's come up with, it's probably in his wheelhouse of his personality and right. that's what she is, uh, that's who she would be marrying if she were to decide to. That's but, who she has chosen to be with. So she might be like, this is fucking par for the course. But nice a, job. Dude, I am a entertainer. 
And my proposal someday. No one thinks that. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna be. If you're if you're new to comedians, the thing we say that's mean, we believe the opposite. Yes. Uh, not in this case. <laughs> <laughs> when we double down on it, it shows how much we love yeah, the person. It means I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, my proposal someday will not be performative in any way. I I, now, I, I don't want to out you because it's your personal life, so you can go into detail or not. But I will just ask you this. Was your proposal big? No. no. Okay. No. My proposal, okay. and I don't mind sharing it, was uh, an Explosions in the Sky concert at the <laughs> Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Okay. Hoping they would play the song Your Hand and Mine that we both loved. And uh, I had my mother's ring and engraved on the uh, inside bottom right. part I'm of it. Touched. I'm said not Your you. Hand and Mine. And I was hoping that they would play that song. I went into that concert not knowing what the set list would be. And your elf told you they would not. Followed the the set list uh, that they were playing on that tour. Because, you know, fans sure. post that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And it seemed as though it was coming up pretty often. I felt like the odds were pretty good. You know, this was their <laughs> L.A. show. Uh, it was in a cemetery, which is kind of like, I loved it. I love that. You do it, love to build tension. I love that it was in a cemetery, and uh, it got to a very specific part in the song. I had the ring. Oh, so the song did play. They played the song. Okay. The ring God. was in my sock the entire time. The sock? And I pulled it out, and it's a certain part in the song. I leaned over and whispered, do you want to get married? And I just opened my hand, and there was the ring. Roar! And it was fantastic. I had got a hotel room in town. Whoa, 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 what'd she say? No. So I was at that hotel by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I had a place to stay. Uh, but we went home uh, right after the concert and uh, packed up a little weekend bag. And we went and stayed at this hotel. And uh, our friends came over and hung out all day. And we drank on the roof. And uh, we were just in this crazy, huge hotel. So many times I get mad for that two we nights. didn't become such good friends earlier in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it was very kind of a low-key sort Did anyone of around you thing. guys at the concert know you had just proposed? You know what is so fun is that at that concert was also Andy Wood and April Richardson. Yeah. Uh, I bet a lot of listeners are aware of who Love they are, both. and they're great comedians, and yeah. they were also... Uh, at that concert, uh, fans of that band, and uh, we saw them, I think we saw them maybe before the concert started, we definitely saw them after, and that's when we were like, oh, I just proposed. So it was kind of cool to have two friends there yeah. who were like, oh my god, that's crazy, and kind of be in the moment with yeah. us, and then, uh, yeah, off but we went But nobody around you. No one around, it wasn't a big knew thing. Knew you did it. No, I, I wanted it to be... Low key, hey, but here's the thing: I'm not against. But how great of you to do a, in a in a? This is my personal feeling. Low key in a big way. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah. At a bit, well, I wanted like there to, was a big thing happening. Yes, but you didn't. I've been to a concert where somebody proposed in a big way at a concert. Yeah, so that like everybody knew it was happening. Yes, I've seen it where they worked it out that they got brought up on stage. Yes, and you know what I always say: both of those are not my style. But as you already touched on, if you're marrying somebody where that is your style and that's their style, you, that's how you guys should do it. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's got. And I I but also I love that you took a big moment but made it personal. And I think we've also talked about this too. But even like the wedding. I fully believe should be a representation of uh, the bride and groom. The bride and groom. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think that's also a uh, like. Oh, we went to an event that was very them. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I felt like this proposal was very, um, you. very us. Yeah. When we go out, we we don't we we aren't the type of couple that really we, we we're sort of. And I've been like this. It sounds weird, but even in high school and and college. If someone gave me the floor, I loved it. Sure. That's just who we are. It sure. just comes from somewhere yeah. that is in our DNA. We don't even decide that it's there. Right. But if someone has not given me the floor, I'm more in the corner, flying on the wall, when you don't people have watching. To? I love oh being high God. and like make it like if me Rory, and you're at a party and thing. somebody goes, Hey, you and Dan are just gonna go sit on that couch and I go, Great, we'll fucking riff over here about shit we're seeing and I'll go home being like, That was the greatest party I've ever been to. Because we didn't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. No, no, like I like you know, that having been said. I also don't mind sure. when that's the vibe. And I mean, when you're crushing, you're crushing. So who fucking gives a shit? There's nothing <laughs> worse than, you know, being having the floor and fucking bombing. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily look for it all the time. Mm -hmm. And you had to find that out the hard way. Mm -hmm. We all did in high school mm -hmm. where you go, I'm going to crush. And then you were like, fuck, everyone hates me. And you're like, they, tonight they do. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not against a, a big proposal either. 
I just, my own personal feelings is it requires putting together a plan that a lot of people have to care enough about to make sure that they get it right. For instance, he's already outlined here. He's got all his boys up on stage. He's got the family and her wedding party there as well. Now, I don't know. Did he mention they're coming out as a surprise or no, that they're there? they're going to be there. So if they're there, I got to assume she's kind of putting the puzzle together well before the song and she's nice enough to tuck it away and go, yeah. oh, this is it. This is how it's happening. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's it's very smart of him to call the bar to say this is happening. But then at the same time, you've now also incorporated even more cooks to make sure they're making the right fucking meal right. for this thing. It's a very big deal. Now, and, and I want to keep reiterating, there isn't a part of me that says, don't do this. Like I said, when I got to that part of the song, I was like, I could kind of see it now. I get it. He's going to have the mic. They're talking about and The song is fucking called Let's Get Married. Here's one thing I want to throw at you. Uh, and I hope to God you don't listen to this podcast together. Um, well, <laughs> he said she does. So then this could be, so she might put this together you know Let's do in it. the moment going, wait, I think uh, this is happening because I remember the show about this thing. Here we are at karaoke. Oh my God, that letter was about me. D- just so you know, it, right now in this moment, you could be realizing you have to fucking regroup and not do this proposal because <laughs> she's going, oh, okay, or we're going to karaoke on Friday. Um, in fact, if that's happening right now, let's just save him the trouble. Will you marry him? Will you just marry him? Fuck it, look at We're him. We're officially asking look at him. for him right Look now. at him. He's so cuddly. Marry out. <laughs> but uh, I do want to say that the usual uh, how it works at karaoke is, uh, hey, next up is Dan Van Kirk, and uh, he's doing the song Let's Get Married. It, the cat might be out of the bag in that exact moment. You're right. Because then she goes, oh, my whole family's here. Oh, my, everyone who I would have picked in the wedding. His boys are, what the fuck is going on? Right. Um, now, granted, he might have said, I'm throwing the scent off the trail by having the boys go up, and then it looks like it's not him, and then he comes in with the mic, and it's like, oh, she gets it. Right. The song is happening. She's like, oh, my God, this is a whole thing. And like I said, she might go, this was the best, and I fucking love it. I, I don't know the two of them, so I can't say, but test, don't do this. But maybe do test waters. Be like, like, be like do you, isn't that great that he did like a proposal like that in a different way that isn't yours? And see yeah, that person's reaction. I mean, maybe he already knows it. And he, maybe he's I like, think he does. I here's the like thing. He if does. karaoke is so out of left field, she's going to put it together. The right. whole everybody's there. We never go to karaoke. And maybe that's okay. Now, if they go to karaoke all the time right. and there's some event going on that it adds up why everyone would be there. Right. And also, maybe he doesn't fucking care if she's put it together. Maybe he's like, yeah, I'm going to get it. Hey, everyone's here. I haven't fucking proposed. If, if she goes, are you going to propose? He might go, no. What are you talking about? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if this is small, like rural Wisconsin, it is extremely conceivable that her family... Do we know? Both, Did he mention? No. Okay, okay. But I'm just saying... It's conceivable. Go ahead. Very conceivable that her family and his family and their friends would be out at a bar on a Friday or Saturday night, and yeah. there's karaoke happening at that bar. Yes, yes, Because yes. Okay. I, I, almost right. every bar in rural Wisconsin is, doing has it. karaoke. Got it. Okay. It just seems that way. Okay. So it could be that it's, hey, this won't... That won't be... The, yeah. But I think the let's get married... And antennas are going to go up on that alone, which is still on part the title. of the memory. On yes. the title. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Which is still, you know, that'll be part of the memory. Yeah. Like, I knew when you went up there, but then you acted like you weren't a part of it and it wasn't your thing. So I started like, oh, maybe they want him to get married. And he's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, but it's, he, here's, he, I have a couple thoughts. One, I want to say, uh, Never forget, and remember this for your wedding day too, assuming this all works out and she says yes. Mistakes are not bad. Mistakes can be fun. Mistakes can sometimes be better than the thing being flawless. Mistakes Mm -hmm. add character. Mistakes, uh, like, oh, I remember I fucked up the fucking thing, blah, blah, blah. He did say, he comes from the the place of, uh, I do worry. I worry about if this is going to handle. If you worry so much about it, that it makes you not enjoy the moment or throws you off on focusing on what's truly important about this specific moment, then I'd say regroup and maybe rethink something. But your but your advice, but, Rory, is solid to just be like that's part of it. Th- but that I think if that somebody is doesn't it, yeah. show up, if your friends flake or some of her family out there, just keep telling yourself, all I need to do today is ask this woman if she wants to spend the rest of my life with me. Yes. If the DJ fucks up, be like, all right, there's a special guy out here he's that told propose. me he wants to do something special. So uh, he's singing a song with his friends, and then you're like, well, and fuck, then now he's going to propose, seems- right? Be like, 
Yeah. Just still, you know what? Realize that's going to be part of your story. I think you just lay into it. someone you love. Yeah, yeah. Just just don't sweat that shit. Even if you walk in and the first person there is like, you guys are the guys getting married? Congrats. Like, uh, yeah. No, fuck. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Like, just go, like... I think you got to go with it. And know that it's not going to be perfect, and it's not... Even if it's perfect, it's not going to be perfect. You, whatever you picture in your mind never works out. Every comic goes on stage, plan. we kind of picture what we want, how we want the show to look, or what the night's going to be like, or how right. a joke maybe will go. It doesn't work out that way, but that Almost doesn't make it right or wrong, right. Or, or good or bad. You just... You got to know. But I would say, if someone does fucking throw a wrench in the system, have this sort of backup idea... That doesn't involve anyone. Where if it's called out, it's called out and you just go into it and you do it. And just know that the way that you propose or how it happens, it's just this moment in time. It isn't anything that defines anything. If it doesn't fuck it. And this goes for the wedding too. Like just don't forget that things don't have to be perfect. That no one cares about things uh, being perfect. When you're the guest at a wedding, you don't care if things fuck up. You just want to be able to get a drink and dance and laugh and eat some food, whether it's the best food or okay food. If it's horrible food, never forget. People will never forget that. <laughs> Rory. They won't forget you it. Fucking lay some money into the food. food. Lay some men- money into that food and also don't don't be afraid. I don't, care. I don't care if there's not even a dinner. Don't be That's afraid to have some sliders come out maybe uh, well, yeah, an hour and a half into snack. dancing. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta, gotta do or some tacos snack. or something. Oh, like, yeah, Be yeah. smart about late it. Late night snack is key. Andy Haynes, taco truck. Very smart. Now, but he, okay, but he asks us, and maybe this is our response to our friend here. Yeah. He wants a backup plan. Maybe we're saying, don't worry about a back. The backup plan is, I'm just going to ask her. I think the backup plan is pulling the fucking parachute and just going right to it. Right. Knowing, all right, it's all out there. The information, fuck it. And like, then maybe she says yes, and an hour yeah. later you sing the song to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to hope that, you got to hope nobody... You know, when you show up, you hope the DJ doesn't introduce you wrong. You hope the bartender doesn't come over and give you two shots that don't make any sense. And you're like, what are we doing? Like, well, because you're getting married. You got to hope that that stuff doesn't happen. (laughs) But if it does happen, then just be ready to pull that ring out. And and honestly, and I I gave this advice to my friend Josh uh, many years ago. Don't worry so much about getting on the knee to propose. Because when you're on the knee to propose, you can't be eye to eye, and you can't be face to face. And if you know anything about me and Daniel Vanderkino, mm-hmm. we love going up wait, to wait, F- damn it, DVK. <laughs> okay. So get get. Don't worry about getting on your 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 knees to do it. Don't worry about what the positions of everybody is. Look at you didn't get on a knee. How I didn't get on a knee. We were story. just sitting there. We I leaned over, whispered in her ear, and, and asked. So remember that you can do it any way you want to do it. The point is. You found someone, she found someone, and that's all that fucking really matters at the end of the day. It's not, did this thing roll out perfectly? Did we hit the notes? Did we sing the song? Did everyone get it right? Did everybody show up? Fuck all that. Yes, try, because that's fun and it's funny. Sure. But if that can't happen, don't get fucking pissed off. Just do do what you fucking do and, and, and you know... Hope to God she says yes. Honestly, that's your biggest fucking part. Let us know <laughs> and invite us to the wedding. Yeah, we'll be there. And also, Someday. if you know, and also if you know any local parades, try to see if we can be the grand marshal. If maybe your wedding We're is still a parade, on that from last I'll week. never drop it. 2019 is our year to be grand marshal. I mean, if in 2019 we are grand marshals of a parade, we go to one pen pal at wedding, least one, and we take 30 snaps to get 10 yards. Yes, then we've done it. Well, then we've done. We it. did 2019. Everyone has their goals. These are our goals. Someday we're going to end up in a town. Yeah, yeah. Where we're off for the day or the night or we don't have a late show and somebody's going to be having a yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. In closing this letter, I want to throw out there, if you have uh, any uh, New Year's resolutions, hit us up. Let us know about what the resolutions are and let yeah. us know if they're still going. Let us know what you intend to do and how you're doing it because uh, you just heard ours. Dan and I, we're going to get some live shows. We want to be grand marshals. We want to attend one wedding. Who knows who it'll be? But there's a lucky <laughs> pimp out there that's going to have two assholes at the wedding. I mean, we're going to be... We will be... We'll be at the hotel probably where the wedding's happening. It's you just the law of averages. You won't know this. We will be wired like undercover cops doing the podcast at your oh. wedding. That would be That'll great. be an episode. That would be great. Um, sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with Fat Fit Fun. 
the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hey, Pallers, we're back. I want to remind you one more time in case you've missed it the first time. Go to DanielVanKirk.com because I've got dates where I want to hang out with you. Do it! Those are a whole bunch are about to be announced, but as of right now, I can tell you definitely January 22nd. That's a Tuesday night. I'm going to be uh, in Las Vegas and go to RoryScoville.com. Correct. And you can get tons of his dates. Rory's on the road all the time as well, and you should be seeing us so that you can hand us your pen pal letters and go face to face where I told you and I'm saying this out of love pen pal I had someone hand me after a show hand me a letter and I said um, I said is this your face to face and they looked me with 100% serious distance and said I'm not into cults love that god I love <laughs> that you know what made me feel good because I know how seriously somebody is taking what we're doing yes and we are serious too. yes that's a that's very serious very god I love to that. shut it down I'm not ready uh-uh. I'm not ready. I'm not into it. And I've been listening to the Heaven's Gate podcast. And and if those pe- if he can get, if he can get, if Doe can get those people to do that, yeah. like come on, we can go face to face and have an RRGT. Look at him. Look at him. All right, you want to get into a letter? Let's get into it. All right, go. Dear Rip Roaring Pen Pals, thanks. That's, I, like I like that. that too. I do like it a lot. Would that be RRPP? They 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 wrote it all out. That would be RRPP. Hashtag okay. RRPP. Uh, I need your help. I currently don't know. I think this is very uh, appropriate and relevant to a lot of people, by the way. Yeah. I need your help. I currently don't know how to approach the subject of politics with my father. I feel like finding out his political views is the final piece in the puzzle to truly understanding who he is as a person. That's interesting. We have a great relationship, but t- politics is something we never discuss, most likely due to his, parentheses, seemingly, close parentheses, complete lack of interest in the subject. The only time in my 24 years of living that he has ever talked about it was when I was eight and I asked him if he was a Republican or Democrat. He said that he was a Republican because as a small business owner living in a rural area, his business does better when there is a Republican governor and or a Republican president in office. Quote, that's just the way it works for my company, end quote, is how he ended the conversation, and he's never talked about politics again. Through my mom, I know that he is pro-gay marriage, uh, parentheses, his sister is gay. He is generally conservative with his money, and he prefers lower taxes. The rest, such as immigration, foreign policy, government spending, etc., government spending, etc., is a mystery. To be perfectly honest, I am extremely embarrassed to approach this subject with him due to a personal failure I experienced in high school. My junior year, I started a Young Republicans Club because, believe it or not, in 2011, it was cool and edgy for a teenager to be a Republican in Massachusetts. (laughs) It wasn't until after I started the group when I did some research and quickly found out that I was indeed a Democrat. (laughs) Yeah, 
I know. I couldn't just leave because I was the president and founding member. So I just slowly stopped scheduling meetings, and eventually the group dissolved. My dad never said anything about this pathetic debacle because I think he knew that I was starting the group for the wrong reasons. And more importantly, I think he knew that I wasn't really a a Republican. Here's my question. What's the best way to open a dialogue with my father? How can I best use this failure as a way into a meaningful conversation? Love to hear your thoughts. This is my favorite podcast. Sincerely, Danny G. Danny G. DG. DG coming at you. Great letter. Uh, And like I said, very relevant, I think, because discussing politics not only with family, but, you know, anybody, Uh uh, friends and stuff, you know, people who you think maybe will or won't disagree. um, It's a weird topic when politics can be polarizing, uh, especially when the political landscape is very extreme and intense as it is now, where literally every single possible topic of of uh, of an issue is currently on the table climate change immigration how the economy's doing fake news what you believe where you decide to get your news what your true opinion is of the president do you think the president should have to like walk away from his personal businesses or do you think it's fine right. uh to to still run them in in some capacity or say that you're not but we all know the truth <laughs> um you, there's so much on the table um that I get that it's awkward. But if you truly feel that knowing where your dad stands politically is the final piece in knowing who he really is, it seems as though you really do want to know that because you obviously care about him and, and want to know him and, and have a and further the relationship. Um, I would say you just got to bring it up again. You know, when you were eight, you said you were a Republican or a Democrat. Well, now that you're you know, I don't remember what age, but if he was in high 24. school in 2011. He's 24. Do you say that? Do you say? I believe so, yes. Um, My but, 24 years of life. I think okay, yeah, really yeah, yeah. So at 24, I don't think it's it hurts to once again just go, so how about now? You're a Republican or a Democrat? What do you think? You know, and he could very well say I'm a Republican because that still does great for my small business owner, mm-hmm. as a small business owner. Um, yeah, I think it's, I, 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 you know, you might get. I'm a Republican and I hate this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that people who, he might say. Yeah. Because I believe Or this. I became a Democrat because dot, dot, dot. Right. Yeah. You don't have to uh, be a Republican and be glad with the current president. Right. I think that there are plenty of people who hopefully can be like, yeah, I'm not into that. But. Yeah. I would like to think that most people understand accountability. Right. And they say that, well, just because someone identifies themselves with the same words that I identify myself, it doesn't mean you're similar in any way possible. You could actually be complete opposites. Right. You're just using a word to like identify. You and I come back to sports something. a lot, but yeah. I always think of like, I can have somebody on my team who has the same goal as me. We yeah. both want... The Rochelle Hubs to win. Yeah. That person is a piece of shit right. who is making it horrible for everybody and is a problem. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't want them on my team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, they want the Rochelle Hubs to win, yeah. too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be some things you agree about. Right. It's just how it is. Right. But it, but I don't have to just because somebody wants the same goal as me be yeah. okay with them. Yeah. Right. And also, just know that there's so many... Um, there's so like, on both sides. Well, this is for, what I th- on both sides because if you look at like the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, and you look at the leaders or the people who actively are politicians within sure. those separate political parties, you're also talking about a lot of different personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. I when when a Republican says something disparaging about. Uh, a democratic candidate they're not necessarily wrong sometimes there's a fucking pile of shit uh-huh. and you can't, and I, there's no part of me that wants to go yeah but they're democrats so i got to put all my fucking cards behind them cuz that's who i fucking love Mm-mm. you're an idiot if you do that you're right. an idiot almost in a way to identify with either political party assuming that they're somehow right because both parties will be right and wrong every single time you're talking about such a wide range of social issues right now that you just kind of have to pick and choose how you feel about certain things as an individual and then ultimately decide how you should vote. It's why I think we would be better off to have more political parties than just two uh, in this country because I think oh, people could probably is. find that they line up. You could find out who the majority truly lines up with if there were like, let's say, six political parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that, and that yes, that's going to spread everybody out. But 
You might find the people who go, I'm Republican and I currently hate Trump. You might find that they go, oh, yeah, no, I'm still Republican, but we got this other guy. And it's not it's not far right uh, Republican. It's actually middle Republican, which is completely fine, in my opinion. For instance, the dad saying, well, I'm Republican uh, because I am a small business owner makes perfect sense. And uh, he is pro-gay marriage, which is fantastic. Right. We live in a country where. Well, are you willing to say that, you know, are you are you willing to go, well, I still voted for a Republican knowing that that Republican would try to make sure gay marriage is something people can't do right. because it's my small business matters to me. I think that's a horrible position to have to be in because now you're part of one political party and you, you're clearly divided, you mm-hmm. know. And then there's Republicans who think that, you know, the Democratic Party is full of like elitists. I look at that very differently because I think elitism is deciding who you think is allowed to get married or not. That's a very elitist <laughs> way to be. True. Um, not not some, but their opinion. Elitism is truly uh, perception and <laughs> what right. you think is elitist. But I'm not going to lie. When you tell other people how to live their lives, that is elitist activity, and it comes from both places. Agreed. Um, but so do you, I like the only person in my family that I talk politics with on a regular basis is my mom. Yep. And but also my grandmother. Yeah. But on that, like I don't do it much. Mm-hmm. But to, and to answer Danny G's question, I think it's I would suggest going. And you mentioned this actually already. Is the feeling like going with how you feel and ask your dad how he feels about an issue. Yeah. Rather than where does he line up? Because I guarantee you, you'll either ask him about enough issues that you'll get your answer, yeah. or asking him about one issue will lead to you definitely getting your answer. Yeah. But I also don't think. Uh, and, and, so like, how do you feel? I, and maybe I'm me reading a little apprehension of the of of Danny G being a little nervous about what his dad is going to think of him and his politics. Going, well, I don't ever bring it up because I disagree with you. I think you got to know that disagreeing is fine um, as long as your totally reasoning fine. for supporting something is coming from the right place. You know, if your if your dad was like, "Well, I'm a Republican because I don't think gay people should be allowed to get married." Well, that that as to his point, that says a lot about his character and who he truly is. Right. And you can go, well, I could not be more the opposite of that. And I'm actually deeply offended and it hurts our relationship that you're like that. I mean, my God, that is so many people in this country mm-hmm. that are like that, uh, that are in that position. Do you think that's the fear is losing relationship with their dad? Because now you know that there's a wedge between you that you were able to just ignore. Yeah. You know, I don't you know. you can't ignore it because you've... Yeah, I don't know. You've been offended or you've been hurt or you've been made upset by their beliefs. I think there are a lot of people in this country. I can only speak from a white standpoint, but I know that there are a lot of white people uh, of our generation who greatly disagree with their parents and their grandparents. And you just kind of make a point. Do I want to go into this knowing they won't change or do I just want to leave this and not really – touch the topic and it's not an easy it's not easy to go well you got to say something because that's you know speaking up is important it's it's just not that fucking easy and i'm not saying that this is specifically a uh, a white people problem it certainly isn't sure. because uh, across the board relationships are uh with, with everybody are actually more way more similar than we think it's like when you get a certain age and you go oh every family's kind of fucked up mm-hmm. you kind of think it's just yours and everyone's doing great i know and then you get older and you go oh everyone has their own individual style of fucked up thing that is you either deal with it or you just go i don't want to fucking deal with it um but you might you might find you might find that you learn a lot about your dad in this situation that you didn't know that makes you love him more or respect him more or just see his Persona more. I, I do find it interesting that you are so deeply concerned with just knowing where he stands uh, politically. Maybe that's because you're 24 and that feels like uh, an age where I, I was this way at 24. I felt like how we felt about uh, Bush was a big part of who we were. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were pro Bush, I, I, I thought, well, then you don't care about certain things. And the older I, I got, I realized, well, I don't think that's true, and I don't even think that's true of of Bush himself. And I don't want to sit here and go, I think Bush is a hero, but I don't want to sit here and go, I think he's a fucking horrible person. Because, honestly, I don't fucking, I have no clue. I have no clue, um, really, how to feel about it. But I also know that now at 38, I really kind of don't know that I care about how other people felt about it. Right. Because there's a part of me that's like... I, I don't know. I, I I love talking about politics in my act. I love bringing it up. And sometimes I lose some people. Sometimes I gain some people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my particular family in South Carolina, 
I don't know that I... Do you guys don't talk about it? We talk about maybe some topics, you know. I can't yeah. stop talking about climate change with everybody and how yeah. much plastic my family uses in their daily lives. I wish they could they could cut back and realize that it's not as simple as like, well, I just recycled this plastic. I, I don't I think a lot of people don't understand that or or just sit and go, Well, where does my garbage go? And know that it has a great effect and like uh the the food agriculture, and I'm no angel by any means, but sure. you know, I'm not a person who sits here and goes, Ah, these vegans are so wrong about the agriculture and what it does to the the planet. Like I'm not against eating meat, but there are people that eat meat responsibly and know sure. where it comes from and some people get their own meat uh which i think is it's, it, yeah which i think is is uh, has its own merit but there are people who are like well i just buy meat that comes from a meat farm and i assume it's not filled with chemicals like well odds are it is yeah. and you probably those animals are treated horribly so and it the, doesn't come from a place of yeah we shouldn't care about those animals feelings who gives a shit i think you should i think you should actually should look at any kind of living thing and know that whether you're eating it or not it it there there are certain aspects of of what you've been given in this world where you got to treat it with respect. Now, I, now here's, but you'll here's have like, those conversations with your family. I will say those things. I'll yeah. bring up my my perspective of it, but I don't go into it because I want to start an argument, and I don't go into it no. knowing they agree don't or disagree. Yeah, uh, and sometimes I don't necessarily want to, but sometimes someone says something, and then I feel the need to kind of say something back. And when things are triggered that way, it's probably not going to be a peaceful. Conversation, sure. unless you decide to just not say what you really think. Um, I don't get the impression that that's Danny G's issue. No, I don't think he. I, I, based on his dad's answer of, "Well, I'm Republican for small business," you know, back when he was eight, which I guess would make uh, who would be like Clinton. I guess Clinton was the. Uh, so maybe he was talking probably. about a Republican uh, governor more so than a Republican president. Um, but uh, sixteen years ago, two thousand two, it'd be Bush one. Okay, so yeah, he might have been like, yeah, that's why I voted for this. And that might have been strange because he was like, well, what about gay marriage? And like, well, and, you know, his sister's gay, so he supports gay marriage. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I think I think it's worth finding out because it doesn't sound like your dad is like, I don't care about other people. It sounds like your dad cares about a Republican economy, but maybe doesn't, but cares more about a, a democratic society. And maybe tell your dad up front, be like... Hey, Dad, not an argument, not in, not trying to get into a big fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious, like, politically, like, where are you at these days? Because obviously it's like a lot going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, there was super crazy shit on the Democratic side of, like, what they did to Bernie. And then there's obviously everything on the Republican side that's still going on. And we just had the midterms. Like, yeah. where, where are you falling these days? Are you still the same as where And you even how you feel right? about Hillary is very polarizing. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Whether you're with her. Even some people who are very—two people could be pro-Hillary and be polarized <laughs> in their own perspective <laughs> yes. of being pro-Hillary. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it would be more— it, Tell them up front, but like, not a fight. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just curious. Like, where are you at? These I think days a lot of it comes this? down to how you broach the yeah. topic, and always remember it's just going to get easier. Yes, or it's going to get shut down, and you'll never do it again. But yeah. if it, once it's open, if it stays open, that conversation's only ever yeah. going to get easier. And also, don't don't be afraid to voice your opinions, and also don't be afraid to keep an open mind to hear what he's going to say, and and know that. Because you both disagree about something is is only because you're both people coming at it from a different point of view. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean your dad is necessarily wrong. Now, I, I personally believe when it comes to any sort of civil rights and human rights that if someone is anti that in any capacity, that I, I think it's just – I think it is black and white. Oh, I think it's just, it's just wrong. It's yeah. just not – it's not – it is as simple as going yes and no. Right. Um, but then there are other things when you talk about like – the economy and uh, other current issues, you know, it's not as easy to say that talking about a an immigration caravan that's currently in Tijuana, it's not as easy as going, well, here's the solution to that. The solution to it is actually very difficult. Sure. Um, but, but applying a sense of compassion is not difficult. Not difficult at all. Uh, but it also – but also – just applying a sense of compassion is not a solution either. <laughs> right. It is just feeling like a normal human being and your heart going out to other human beings who are in that caravan for the right reasons and, mm-hmm. and, and for a better life. And then there's some people that I, I don't know for a fact, but I could assume are there for wrong reasons, but I don't know. Sure, But, 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 it, but to assume the worst in, in everybody is not, that's not humanity. It's just, uh, it's wrong. And that's how I feel about that topic. And someone could go, well, here's how I feel about the immigration issue and go, well, great, here we go. And we may talk for a half hour and not agree, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think you just got to hit it up and you got to go, 
you just got to go head to head. And I, I think your dad sounds like a normal level-headed person where you could probably have a really good conversation yeah, about it. Surprised. But be aware, if he clearly doesn't want to talk about it, some people just don't want to talk about it because they're not entertained by it. And they don't care. It makes them feel uncomfortable. Don't push it if it's uncomfortable. Just know that that's how your dad is about that topic, you know? I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sending that in, Danny yeah, G. That was good, Danny G. Good let us letter. Know how it goes. Very relevant. Yeah. If you do, uh, if you do, hit him up and, and go at it. Let us let us know how it goes. Also, we'll I want to we'll tell you, know. you started a group, you realized it wasn't that great, and yeah. you slowly, slowly ended it over time. Hard C- to do. Congratulations. You know what it feels like to be in any improv group. <laughs> <laughs> It just slowly stops meeting until it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for that letter. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Morskorskisk. Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.